Hello everyone and welcome to Totally Reprised, the show where for some reason or another we watch all of Totally Spies. I'm Ashley and I'm here with your friend and mine, a very good, very dear, very loyal, always the best. I love her with all of my heart, Molly. Hi, thanks Ashley. All the same shit to you, I guess. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Well, you were talking about this in the car the other day. Fucking! She was like, "I tried to crack course," and I was like, "No, absolutely not." Um, we have Luke with us. You do. Hi, Luke. Hi. I like how Molly freaks the fuck out the one time, like I forget, and then they're like, "Yeah, hey, Luke's here." Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the no, way we I'm... always introduce him. Right? Yeah, I'm dirt. That's fine. Yeah, Luke is dirt. That's right. Oh well, okay. He's dead <laughs> in the okay. he's dead in the dirt, and he's very sick. I'm sorry, Luke. I am very sick. That's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry about that. And the yeah. whole thing about calling you dead in the dirt—that was rude. It's not very nice of me. I mean, yeah, it wasn't polite. No, no. I. I apologize. Listen, I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's all let's all move on and all right. talk about other things that aren't uh-huh. totally spies. Sure. Um, how, how's it going? Uh, it's going okay. I uh, yeah. went to visit Chelsea for Thanksgiving, and she was sick, which is why I am sick. Yep. So, bit of a bummer, but you know, got to see Chelsea, which was great. It was worth it. How was how was your Thanksgiving? It was all right. You know, it's always a little awkward when you're meeting lots of new people, but it was, it was okay. Yeah, good yeah. show. Uh, yeah. Okay, now, um, hey, everybody from Chelsea's family, stop listening. Was it actually good? <laughs> yeah, it was all right. All right. Okay. Fair. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do anything else over the course of the week? Uh, well, it's been two weeks since we recorded. That uh, is true. What's up? The week before was my birthday. Yes. And uh, I was planning to you know, go see Chelsea for Thanksgiving, but she surprised me, came down here on my birthday. Aww. It was very Aww. sweet of her. She made me a sweater that's like Speed Racer themed, and it's just the best. It's very cute. I love it. And when I went up to see her, she gave me a red scarf she made to match it. Aww. It's very good. She's great. That is. That, that's the end of that sentence. <laughs> nope, that's great. Uh, yeah, I've been talking to her about that uh, sweater since forever ago. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. It's very cute. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I'm glad she got it done. Me too. It was, it was killing her. She was <laughs> in, working, in real life. She was working very hard on it for a long she was. time. Um, yeah. Luke, tell me about Hitsman. Yeah, I played some Hitman. Some yeah, Hitman what's, what's going on with the Hitsman? Yeah, so they made another Hitman game. I really liked that first one. This one is also good. It's more of the same, which is good because it was good. It's really weird to me like how the Hitman games have become like such beloved games with just yeah. like the last one. Right. Like I think people liked the previous ones, but they were like, yeah, they're good. They're yeah. interesting. But like uh, these like crystallize something kind of so much and also works so well with like current streaming culture. Yeah, I think the older Hitmans, the the good ones, were, like, they had a pretty dedicated fan base, but, like, weren't huge. And then uh, they kind of went out into the woods for a while and just made a lot of bad ones. Uh, and then, yeah, they figured it out. And they just figured out a way to make it more, like, accessible to people that weren't already, like, super into Hitman. And they're just, 
extremely funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, because the whole game is, like, ultra serious. It's you are, you know, John Hitman, the greatest Hitman who's ever lived. Uh, and, you know, you just have to go around the world assassinating these people in these kind of... You know, some of the cutscenes in these games are very, like, murder fetishy. It's like, oh, sure. just the, the slow zoom in on this person choking on a Garrett wire, that kind of thing. You know, and, like, the whole aesthetic to it is very, like, clinical and clean. It's a lot of straight lines and, like, medical white and, like, grays and reds. Uh, but then you actually play it and it's just... You're not that good at the game, so it just becomes stupid. It uh-huh. becomes a farce. Yeah. And, like, the, every part of it just plays it up in a way that, like, nails that. Like, you know, a big thing in these games, and I don't know, you know, if this is a long-standing Hitman thing, but in the reboots you can, like, toss a coin out to distract somebody and they'll go pick it up. And, like, that's a thing, something like that is in a lot of stealth games, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, like, when a guard, like, finds a coin, they are the most excited they have ever been in their life. Oh, yo, I it's found like, a dollar! It's like, the, like one of the literal, like, enemy barks in Hitman 2, when they find one, they just go, cha-ching! and like every disguise you wear they have like unique dialogue for like if you're like a low status disguise they'll be like yeah look at you you dipshit and whereas if you have like a high status disguise they are deferent to you to a ridiculous degree it's like oh i'm sorry sir let me step out of your way right away it's just extremely silly while playing it completely straight and i love it that is wonderful um the one of the big things they added in this one, they had them in the first game. These like mission briefings where they were kind of like, you know, here's some cutscenes from around the level. Here's like you know these like infographics that tell you about your targets. But they just amped them up to eleven in the new game, where it's all like this kinetic typography and just these like blaring like neon pinks. Like I, one of the level, I think the first level is this guy who like owns like an arms manufacturer and he accidentally funded like a war criminal and it just shows the word like well, war that. crime in giant block letters across the screen <laughs> quote unquote accidentally i hate it when i accidentally fund a war crime right uh or like one of the levels has like there's like these cherries floating in a void as she's talking about your two targets and they slowly like martini glasses fade in around them as they all sort of stand upright and as your, like, uh, handler says, like, you know, the, your targets this time are pampered, social, uh, pampered socialites. And just the words pampered socialite just scroll <laughs> by in giant letters. God. It's like political attack ads for your targets, and it's really funny. Yeah, I think I've, I've seen just the screenshot of war crimes go around Twitter a yeah. good amount. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic game, and I like playing it a lot. I beat the first elusive target. We're like, that's the thing where, like, every now and then they open up, like, a special mission on a level where it's you only get one week to try it. If you die, you're done. You don't get to try a second time. And you don't get to save at all. And it just, can you go in and get this guy? And if you do, you get, like, special bonuses. And yeah. The first one's pretty. Uh, It's it's pretty simple stuff because they don't want to make it, like, they don't want to gate, like, serious stuff behind something that's so easy to miss. Yeah. So it's just like, like I unlocked a fountain pen that you can throw like a knife and then also make explode. 
Oh, that's good. Right, but it's like throwing knives and remote bombs are in the game already. It doesn't give you, like, an edge. It's just a cool thing. Gotcha. Um, their thing for this one, for this first elusive target, was they got Sean Bean to play him. And that's wonderful. playing up the thing where, like, Sean Bean dies in every movie he's in dramatically. Yeah. His, like, whole backstory, like, you load it up and your handler is just like, this one is actually kind of an embarrassment for us. We have... Uh, got a confirmed kill on this target 20 times, and he always comes back. <laughs> so we really need you to make sure you kill him for real this time. God. And I'm kind of hoping that as things go, just every elusive target this time is Sean Bean again. It's like, nope, he got away again. I know it looked like you killed him. God damn it. <laughs> we know you put him in that wood chipper, but he he just came right back out. Yeah. There's it, a bit in like the first level where there's a... It's like a racetrack, and there's, like, these uh, guys in flamingo costumes everywhere that are, like, mascots. Mm-hmm. And one of them in the parking garage is, like, on his phone talking about, like, yeah, I don't know. I panicked, and I beat this guy up, and now I'm wearing his, his flamingo suit. And, like, you go around the corner, and there's a guy laying on the ground naked, and he's just like, oh, what happened? I think, I think someone stole my clothes and put them on. Who does that? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have not uh, gotten to it. I think I've heard someone. There's like one NPC in this game that's just like, you're clearly not the person you're disguised as. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I need to find that because that sounds very. That's funny. really good. Yeah. It's it's uh, a. Yeah, it's that a sounds good game. like a delightful delightful yeah. time. I I kind of want to stream some of it at some point when I get some time. Yeah, it couldn't hurt. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's nice. yeah. Wonderful visits with my wonderful girlfriend and also lots of murder. Lot of, just a whole lot of murder. Yeah, I think that about covers me. All right. Uh, Ashley, what you been up to the last couple weeks? Speaking of whole lots of murder, I played some Oberdin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Ashley, are you the world's greatest detective? No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> that game makes you feel real stupid for a long time. And then it makes you feel real smart for like three seconds. <laughs> yep. There have been multiple occasions where I've looked over and Ashley is fist pumping as she enters what happened to a man oh, uh, yeah. into her book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard. I, I, have, I can't ask you anything because, like, that game is so nonlinear that I cannot, you know. Yeah, like, it, I, I don't want to speak a lot to it just because, like, so much of that game is discovering what the fuck is going on. Right. But woof, buddy. Yeah. There's a lot going the fuck on. Like, it's kind of broken up into chapters, and you don't have to, like, you usually can't finish a chapter right when you get to the end of it. You'll have to come back. But, like, the beginning of the second chapter is the moment where that game's like, whoa, whoa, okay. Yeah, all right. right. This isn't what I thought it was. Uh, just a quick, I think, I don't know, I forgot if we've talked about it before in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's Return of the Oberdam. It's the new game by uh, Lucas Pope, who's the guy who made Papers, Please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he. Uh, it is a game where a ship that had, I think, 61 people on it. Something like that. Uh, left harbor, and then it returned, and everyone is missing or dead aboard. Yeah. So you have to go in and find out what happened to every single person. Yes. And it- some of those are easier than others. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, it, it starts you off very simply, where it's like, uh, okay, like, you know, you kind of, and so the way you do this is you have a special, like, watch that allows you to go back and see kind of a, walk through a kind of photo of 
uh, what happened when that person died. Like, that ex- the yeah, exact like moment. Yeah, just the frozen of, instant of their death, yeah. Yes. And so, like, the first kind of chapter, which is also the last chapter of the book, uh, gives you a, uh, like, pretty straightforward... Like, okay, this guy shot this guy, this guy stabbed this guy, this guy hit this guy. Right. And this crazed shirtless man that everyone is yelling captain at is probably the captain. Yeah. And, like, people, like, shout names, and there's, like, it's all very direct, and, like, like there's a little bit of mystery there, but, like, just enough where it's, like, you feel like, okay, I figured this out, I understand what I need to do going yeah. forward. And then it just kind of opens up to, like, okay, now just try to figure the fuck who everyone is. Right. And there are a lot of people whose names are never said. Yep. Like I, said, I, I think there's, like, 60 people on the boat, and I think 12 names get said out loud. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. It is a big thing where it's, like, you are, you end up, like, cross-referencing multiple scenes to see, like, okay, they're in this scene and this scene, and, like, it is... Uh, to borrow a kind of metaphor, like a way to speak about it that was that doesn't spoil anything from a waypoint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like kind of the one things you would do is like if like if someone was getting murdered in the building me and Molly were in for some reason, and you right. walked around and you saw Molly in front of her computer with like podcasting equipment, she'd go, "Okay, she's a podcaster," and you're like you like right. You'd write down your your own fucking notebook separate from the game, like uh, this character, like podcaster question mark. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And you'd like look down and like, okay, is that an Ashley or is that a Molly? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Who could say? Right. And like for a lot of like, there is some weird stuff where it's like. Well, that guy kind of looks Russian. Right, yeah, there's a few moments where it's like, ooh, ooh, don't like the, the paths of thought this game is encouraging me to explore right now. Which, I, I'm i not sure how much of that is Lucas Pope on doing right. that on purpose, because, like, Papers, Please is very much, like, putting you in very uncomfortable situations. 100%, yeah, yeah. But, like, I also don't know how much of it is just, like, Hey, fin- like just putting you in this sandbox, we have to figure shit out. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was uh, it's the one thing about that game. I came away like, mm, I don't know, like I'm not, I'm not like criticizing it. I'm, I'm unsure how I feel about it. Like, for me at least, and I think a lot of people, uh, the hardest part of the game, there are four uh, Chinese uh, crewmen. I could not figure out which one of them was which, and part of me is like, well. It's weird that that's how that broke out, but, like, uh, I don't know. Damn, could be such a racist, Luke. Right? <laughs> well, it's like, is, this, is this a me problem or a game problem? I can't tell. They're all top men, which are the dudes who are in the riggings. Right. And those dudes do not get a lot of characterization. No one ever talks to them. Sure. They don't really talk amongst themselves in any of the scenes. Yeah. Like, uh, you get one or yeah. two scenes where you're up in the rigging, and both times it is very... Like, something disastrous just happened. <laughs> right. Uh, have you figured out which... Uh, have you figured out all the women yet? Uh, I have a... I think I basically have that, them all, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one where I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> women be sailing. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, I've also been playing a lot of Sunset Overdrive. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a video game. Which is, I, I'm having a lot of fun with. Uh, the yeah. movement, it just came out for Steam, and the movement in that game is fucking incredible. It's really good. Like, just the... When you get in a good... It, it is so obvious that, like, these people went on to make Spider-Man. Right. Because when you get into, like, a good rhythm of, like, you know, jumping off something, rolling into something, and then, like, jumping up again, and then doing underhand grinding, and then flipping over to overhand, and then, like, swinging off of something. Yeah. And then doing, like, a wall run around a corner. Like, it... Yeah. You just feel so fucking cool. It's really, really good. I had multiple times playing the game where, like, I was like, all right, there's the next objective. Gonna go to it. And then, like, a half hour later, I was like, wait, where was I going? Like, I got so absorbed <laughs> into, like, the traversal that I'm on the opposite side of the map that I'm supposed to go. Because, man, I don't want to drop Still my six combo. Stunts. Yeah, it... The humor of that game is very hit or miss, in my opinion. Yeah! There's sometimes where it's like, okay, I get Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah, some of that was like, it's probably dated by now. Some of it felt a little dated when it came out. I think there are some still solid goofs in that game, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, if you're the type of person who does not appreciate fourth wall breaking jokes, you will not like this game. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. But I, I think... Luke, did you play this on the Xbox One? I did, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I appreciated some of the... Uh, some of those a lot. Yeah. Uh, and also, all of the respawns are pretty funny. Yeah, the respawns are funny. I really like the, like, diegetic onomatopoeias. Yes, all of those are really well designed and, like, not in your face enough. And, like, not, like, out of place that right. they work within the world. Right, it's just, like, when you make a bad guy explode, the explosion spells out, like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Or when you, uh, like, jump from a great height and do, like, your dive attack. Yeah. Uh, the cracks in the uh, concrete spell out crack. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. It's really good. But, like, K-R-A-K. Yes. That's even better. Yeah. Like, it is... It is not like, in some instances, I could see someone who was not as good as it at this making them, like, just, like, very kind of bland like oh well just download a comic font and right. just have those appear when you do this stuff yeah 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 it yeah it's very nice uh and then uh the i've also spent a lot of time reading uh the new comic the latest comic well it's, it's the latest completed comic by the guy who did 20th century boy and uh-huh. uh monster and also yeah. pluto uh uh which is called billy bats yeah. Which is woof. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much you know about that dude. I'm trying to, like, I know his first name is Urasawa. I pretty much know things you've told me. Yeah, it, uh, Naoki Urasawa, yeah. It is, he is someone who really likes to make big, sprawling mangas that jump time periods a lot and. Uh, have huge conspiracies going on. Okay. And this one is kind of him at on his most bullshit. Okay. Where it is about a... The, the kind of starting thing of it is a 1940s comic book artist who 
realizes that his kind of Mickey Mouse styled uh, comic Billy Bat might have been inspired and kind of just straight up stolen from a Japanese comic that he saw while stationed over there during uh-huh. World War II. Uh, and so he feels, like, super bad about this, so he's going to go to Japan to figure out who it is and if he stole it. And if he did, he's going to give all of his earnings to this person. Okay. Because he's, like, a, a very—he he was very, very much told by his parents, like, don't steal, ever. Sure. Uh, and then from that little story bit, it— eventually goes into this uh, century-long story about corruption and capitalism and fascism and uh-huh. all these certain things, along with a supernatural ability to tell the future through comics. Okay. And it, it is very... It has a lot of stuff where it will <coughs> do a lot of reveals of and this historical figures in this comic. Oh, sure. Which, if you are not into that, then, yeah, don't read this. But it does a lot of things that are very interesting, in my opinion, with that. And makes you end up rooting for characters you wouldn't think. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, Ashley told me that Jesus Christ and Judas kiss. So, uh, good comic, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, I, I think the. I don't know. I don't know if that's a big spoiler. Or no, not, but I appreciate that. Uh, in the earliest, the earliest point we jump to is we get to see a young Judas. Okay. Okay. Big big comic. Wait, no. Actually, the earliest we jump to is a caveman. <laughs> Great. God, a caveman draw the Billy Bat. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Uh, great. Have you done anything else, Ashley? I've did mainly just works. Yeah, no, same. Big same. Um, I also, uh, I've, I've played exactly one video game. Yeah, you have. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2 still. Um, <coughs> I still hate it, I think. Okay. But also, I really like it, but also I hate it. Okay, you did like get your hair cut and dyed to look like the main character. Okay, that's that's like a separate issue. <laughs> that's like a whole. That is a whole separate thing. Okay, I'm just saying because uh, I've always just wanted red hair anyway, and I was sure. like, oh, this cut color is perfect, so I went and did yeah. that. Yes, I do have anime girl hair now. That is true. Yeah, you have video um, game girl hair, please. I do have video video anime game. When I went to the um, stylist. I like showing the picture. He's like, "Oh, you want manga hair?" <laughs> <laughs> I th- he kept saying that he was gonna dye it manga red the whole time I was there. Well, I think yeah. we got the same person, and I remember I just showed him a picture of Zarya. So he's used <laughs> to our bullshit. Great, <laughs> fucking nerds. Yeah. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> you have a speed racer sweater, dork. It's very cute, though. Yeah, no. Sorry, Chelsea. I'm not trying to insult you. Ah. Um, wait, wait. What did you say? Oh, because of my sweater. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I called you a dork. Anyway. Um, yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, it's okay. It's 
I'm not going to say it's a good game okay. <laughs> because I'm not sure that it is. Sure. Uh, it. I like enough of the characters enough to keep playing. Um, it suffers from every JRPG problem imaginable. Uh, just in that, like, everyone is so stupid. Nobody knows anything that's going on, even when it's, like, spelled out to their faces. Oh, sure. Uh, they're shipping, like, Pyra and Rex, the two main people. Like, it's very obvious that it's supposed to be, like, a romantic thing when it shouldn't be. It right. doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, he's 14. Oh. Uh, He's he's a he's like eighteen. I don't know how old he is, but he's explicitly young. Okay. It's like maybe don't. It, it's bad. Um, there's like interesting stuff going on because the blades live forever, but if their user dies, they go back into the crystal uh-huh. uh, that they're born from, and they lose all their memories. Uh-huh. So when they come back out, they don't know anything that's going on except oh, like you woke me up. Cool. Let's let's chill. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of the story is either revolving around that or moving towards that as the main problem. Okay. Uh, and like, the world is pretty interesting. That like everybody lives on the backs of these enormous creatures called titans. Yeah, that was the thing because uh, the there's no land planet. in the world. Yeah, it's I think it's interesting and cool. Yeah. Um. But like at the same time, it's. The layouts of the levels are pretty poor sometimes. Like, it can be confusing what you're supposed to be doing or where you're supposed to be going. There was a part where I literally had to, like... um, A friend of the show, Lexi, has been playing it. And I had to be like, where the fuck do you go now? Like, there is no obvious way to get where they want you to go. Um, And then she was like, yeah, I had to look it up. You have to go to this exact waypoint, move back, like, ten steps, and then go right for as long as you can. What? Yeah. Uh, it's bad. So this, it's not like uh, it's just like the easiest way to explain it because the directions in that game are bad. I see. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I've been having fun with it, and I did buy the season pass, so I do have a problem. So yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I I want to finish it. Uh, apparently this year was the year I decided that I'd like JRPGs again. So sure. Uh, apparently yeah. that's what I'm doing. So. Yeah, I've been I've been playing through that still. This is, I will oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll see how it goes. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say I feel like this is the year that I've started to fall back out of love with them because I played Octopath Traveler and got like a third of the way through it. It was just like, you know what? No, no more, no more of this. No, you know what? Get out see, of here. See, the thing is, if I tried to get, I knew I would not like Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Just from the way people talk about it, like that ain't my scene. Yeah. What is Ashley? Do you hear that? Yeah, I think there's a dog. Oh, okay. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been playing, listen, I played Persona this year. Sure. I could conquer, I could conquer any challenge now. There's, there's no game long enough to stop me. <laughs> I can do anything. I can kill God. And um, in a JRPG, well, you I have and I, I have and I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've been having fun with it. I like, I like it. And also, it's bad. I, I'm conflicted. Yeah. But I'm going to keep playing it until it's done, probably. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and then, have I done anything else? I don't... I think I've mostly been doing that with my free time. Oh. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, in that case, do you guys... Do you guys want to talk about Totally Spies? I guess so. Yeah, sure. 
that dog also wants to talk about Totally Spies. Hell yeah. God. Um, yeah, so uh, this week, this is welcome to episode 119 of Totally Reprise. Uh, this week, this week, this week we watched Totally Spies season five, episode eighteen, Evil Mascot. Um, is there is there anything we need to go over before we start this episode? I'll throw up the disclaimer. I watched this episode like a week and a half ago. I was yeah. very tired and did not retain much of it, and have not rewatched it since. That is fine. You don't need to because it's it's just not very good, frankly. It didn't seem like it. It's it's not much of a banger. Anyway, we open. On the crashing waves at Maliu on the beach, uh, and we cut to somebody placing a flag on their meticulously created uh, tiny version of Maliu, uh, and we see a nerd boy talking about how this year uh, they're definitely going to beat Maliu. Maliu's going down, uh, and then he puts on his bird fursuit and he flies away. Uh huh. He flies right out of his basement and joins the seagulls up in the I, sky. Yep. I do have to ask, is this the giant bird we saw earlier? Oh, shit. <gasps> is he the... Oh, oh shit. Is he uh. the eagle? Is he the giant attack eagle? <laughs> Wouldn't that eagle, I don't like, think so. Like, gigantic? Wrong kind of bird. Yeah, wrong, wrong kind of bird, too. Right. Because he, like, has, like, a pelican costume. And that bird that attacked that bus was, like, a whole... It was like a big ass bald eagle kind of looking ass. <laughs> it it's weird that that just never got brought back up, right? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Once. Oh, surely this is gonna be an episode about big animals. Great. It's not. Sorry, everybody. Um, we cut to Maliu, where the spies, Mandy and Mindy, and a couple other people are sitting on a stage. Um. And there's a bunch of people in the audience, and I just feel like I need to call attention to the way these chairs are laid out. Uh-huh. Um, because all three of the spies and Mandy are sitting next to each other, and there's nobody behind the spies, but Mindy is sitting behind Mandy. <laughs> uh, and then later it's going to cut, and you'll see that there's just a line of chairs going off the stage behind Mandy. <laughs> it is unreal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Alice is nervous because this is the the mascot competition where somebody will be crowned the new mascot, uh, which for Mally was a mermaid. Yeah. Um, a very pretty mermaid girl. Uh, and Alex really wants to be the mermaid who shows up to all the school events and is very pretty and cheers the team on. Right. Um, and then, is this the dean? I, I guess? think so, yeah. Like, she has a whole video presentation in a mermaid outfit about why she'd be such yeah. a good mermaid. Yeah, she would be so good at being a mermaid because she, one, loves mermaids, loves the environment, and you know what? She also loves Maliu, everybody. Yeah. She loves, she loves her, she got more school spirit than a foam finger, she says. Uh, so they show the video and say that she wins and she gets to be the new mascot for Maliu. Uh, and she's super excited. Everybody, everybody in the crowd is cheering. Um, they and then there's like, a swear change- on a Bible that she'll wear the costume all the time uh, and yeah. come to every game no matter yeah. what. Alex, swear on your life right now that you will defend the school. Give a blood oath. <laughs> defend the honor of Maliu. <laughs> Cut your hand open. Um, he just starts so speaking in tongues. So she agrees to this oath. God. Um, she goes into the changing room and she's going to get the new mascot uniform. Uh, and she goes in there and comes back out. And she's a can of tuna. Can a dolphin safe tuna? That's safe for dolphins. It, it, it's yeah. one, one of those weird things where it's like, 
someone puts on a costume and doesn't realize what the costume is until they put it on. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's well, she like walks in there and then it like just apparates onto her body. I guess maybe they um, like it whoop dressing technology has gotten all the way down where it could be. <laughs> could be. It's very possible. Um but she's in there and then she comes back out, uh, and the dean is or Alex is like, Hey wait, where's my cool tail and mermaid costume? And my blonde wig uh, and she the dean's says. like yeah, she says blonde wig, even though none of the photos or other representations of the mermaid have been blonde. Um, he walks up to her and he's like, oh, sorry, uh, we we decided to go with the more political correct mascot, which is uh, this can of tuna that's safe for dolphins. I, uh, I can't believe which political the, correctness finally went this far. I can't believe... Bl- Listen, these colleges just want their the safe spaces. These fucking SJWs hate mermaids. I want, show me one Twitter thread of someone being like, you know, like, tweet one out of 557 about how <laughs> uh, mermaids existing as a pop culture, you know, image is harmful to dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So. It, it really is just like, man, people are making this same exact, like, criticism of college campuses for so long. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's not good. I, it's just it's dumb. Um, anyway, uh, Sam and Clover try to cheer Alex up and being like, hey, look, even if you got to wear the dumb costume, you still get to, like, be the mascot like you wanted. Like, you get to cheer on the school at all the sporting events. And she's like, actually, I still look stupid. And everybody goes, oh, you're right. Yeah, shit. you do look dumb as shit. Uh, you look dumb <laughs> as hell. Uh, and then they get whooped. The, the, call, the, the stage opens up. Uh, and and they whoop over, uh, and Sam and Clover fall all the way through, um, but Alex gets caught up in the whoop tunnel, and Jerry's like, "Hey, where the fuck is Alex?" Uh, and she's like, "Hey, help!" And her legs are dangling from the top, and it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, they pull her down, uh, and Jerry's like, "All right, well, I would ask why you're wearing that can of tuna, but I don't care, and here's your mission." Uh. Somebody at Malu has been attacked, <gasps> um, and Clover's like, "Oh my god!" And then um, Jerry's like, "Oh, are you like worried about your co-eds?" And she's like, "No, I'm just so glad we get to work close to home today." Right? Because uh, she's very mean and not very nice to people. That's Clover. Uh, that's Clover. Wife Clover. Wife um, Clover. And we find out that it is the captain of the Freeform Surfing Squad uh, who was attacked. Uh, and Clover's like, oh, yo, we're going to ask him what the situation is. You know what's up. <laughs> um, she's almost smashed that. Uh, and then Jerry's like, okay, you don't get to leave without gadgets. Here's the glass gas. Uh, your guess is as good as mine as to what that means. <laughs> uh, they get roller skis, which are roller skates with skis and jets on them. Uh, and then they get the sonic tracking device, which emits a frequency that people can't hear but their x powders can pick up and also it's huge that seems like something that should just be in the x powder uh you would think so yeah i mean they've had like better tracking devices before that aren't as big as like an actual egg right uh but unfortunately not this week um so they go back to the malu dorms and they're like yo this is where the captain of the freestyle surfing team lives uh, we're about to go and in like, there. Wait Let's a minute. Go. We can't go in without uh, a disguise. <laughs> we can't. 
cannot possibly. Uh, so Sam dresses up as a candy striper. I don't know what that means. It's like an old timey nurse. Okay, sure. Like they wear red and white, like a candy cane. Someone Got working it. on this okay, had a, that makes a little nurse more fetish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, we haven't done nurse fetish since that dentist that episode. Wasn't really, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that one was extraordinarily horny. That was unreal horny. That might have been the but horniest episode. Also, had someone shooting it's gunk close. from their mouth. Like I said, that yeah. might have been yeah, the that was horny. <laughs> um. So the girls walk into the the captain's dorm room, and he's like. Wow, who are you? And they're like, we're here to take care of you. Um, and he's like, okay, I don't really need like water or anything, but if you could like scratch just, my feet, that would be so sick. Uh, God damn it, John Claude. You- <laughs> 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 I'm just drawing the little toesies. <laughs> I can't believe he made it back into the writer's room. God damn it. How many times do we have to tell you it's not me? I'm not Jean-Claude, I'm Jean-Paul. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember anything. Yep. Uh, so Jean-Claude is my cousin. Yeah, you're saying like the Xenoblades, like forget who they forget everything when they go back into the crystal. Yeah. That's me when an episode yeah. ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Clover's like, oh yeah, we can we can absolutely scratch your feet. Uh, Alex, go ahead and take care of that. Um, and Alex is like, what? Fuck you. No. And then the guy just looks at her and she's like, I mean, yeah, I'll scratch your feet. So Alex is going to spend the rest of the scene scratching this man's foot. Uh huh. And don't worry, we'll get several cuts to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Sam is looking around like, wow, you got attacked. Look, your surfboard has these huge claw marks in it. And he's like, yeah, I don't really care about that, though, because now I can't compete in the mega tournament, guys. I... I can't do it. Um, so earlier in the scene, Clover had placed like a bandage on his head for some reason. Yeah. Um, and now as they're going to leave, uh, she replaces it with a sticky note that has her phone number on it, yep. uh, attaches it to his head. And is like, okay, call me. Bye. That's pretty good. It was pretty good. It's a quality Clover. I do like that. It is a French phone number. Yeah. Uh, and is, it is, uh, spelled out like one. I mean, like obviously it's a French show, but right. uh, it made me laugh a little bit. Yeah. Now, do you know it's a French number? Or are you just assuming because it's definitely not an English one? Uh, no, because I took French for a oh, couple okay. years. Okay. That's, yeah. that's definitely a French phone number. Gotcha. Um, so they call Jerry uh, and they're like, hey, so we met up with that guy and he looks like he got attacked by something with claws, I guess, you know? Um, and then Jerry's like, okay, there's no time for you to give me a mission briefing. Somebody's dying out on the beach. Uh, so they go rollerblading over to the beach, and they almost kill multiple people on the way there. Yeah. Um, there's this weird scene where Clover like drifts in and out of this like archway. Yeah, they didn't animate that part too good, huh? They didn't animate it very good. She she disappears into that wall a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> She's missing. She can phase through shit. Yep. Which I guess we yeah. could just add that on to can, uh, Clover canonically being able to fly. Right. <laughs> God, I forgot. I guess we'll just add fly. that. <laughs> she should do that. More. I forgot the context of that. Uh, was, I did too, but I know it's possible. It was like Mandy's like jetpack breaks, but Clover's is also broken, but she carries Mandy to something, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was something dumb. Uh, anyway, Alex, the sporty one, not very good at rollerblading today. 
because they needed to do a goof where she runs into the monorail car that the Dean is riding on. Right. Um, and she smashes into it. She breaks the whole fucking thing. Like the Dean has been murdered. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, Alex, what are you doing? Uh, and she's like, I was just doing some rollerblading to get pumped up for the big game tonight. And he was like, okay, well just don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Uh, and leaves. She just, he just lets her go, even though she's probably just caused like hundreds of thousands of dollars of property damage. Let me ask you this. How much more yeah. time before we get an episode where the Dean was a bad guy all along? Hmm. Like five. <laughs> I can look at the list of episode titles and tell Evil you. Evil Dean much? Evil Dean much. Yeah. Evil Deans are so not keen. Wow. Yikes. I mean, that's on par with their titles. You're not wrong. That's Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, So Alex finally catches up with the other two. They make it to the beach, and they're like, man, who's being attacked out here on the beach? And Clover's like, do you see anything? And then Sam looks forward for 0.2 seconds and says, oh, yeah, look, there's a couple people being dragged <laughs> into that, like, guard tower. Uh, so they go flying over there. Um, they do more stunts. They use the skis part of their rollerblade skis to go on the sand, and they see some, like, bird footprints in the sand. Um... And so they're, like, very confused by that. And then Sam's like, listen, don't worry about it. We have to just make it to this garden tower. And then they get in there. They bust in. And then there is a bird-shaped figure dragging a man up a staircase. Um, And then it shoots lasers at them. And they're like, yo, fuck. Yeah. Uh, And then he takes off and busts out the window. Um, But Sam manages to throw a tracking device on his back before he gets out. Uh, So he dips. And we find out that the person he was while, attacking... While making bird noises. Yes, while making bird noises the whole time. I cannot overstate how many bird noises this man makes. But, like, not, like, very good bird noises? No, no. No. It is him he's, going... He's just <laughs> screeching, yeah. Um, so, they talk to the guy that got kidnapped. He is the captain of the Maliu Beach Badminton team, which is a sport I think does not... That does not exist. I'm pretty sure. Wait, what's the sport? Beach badminton? Probably not. Do you play badminton on the beach? I don't think so. I guess you could. Yeah, I guess it's possible. It's a- um, What were you going to say, oh, Luke? Sorry. Listen, I'm sick. Uh, it's, I was oh, just going to say, like, a uh, shuttlecock has to bounce. Yeah, that's true. Just That's a, gr- that's so- a great sentence to take out of context. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, on the way out, Alex sees some feathers on the ground and is like, yo, what about these? What's going on with these? Uh, and Clover's like, Alex, you're stupid. That's probably just from a pigeon or something. Even though they just saw a bird-themed villain escape through a window and fly away. Yeah, you know. Uh, and Sam leans down and goes, no, Clover, look. These are synthetic feathers. Whoever did this it is a fake bird. Not a real bird. So... This isn't a needed scene. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> Listen, we gotta collect all like, the clues. Like, they've already got... Yeah, this is not... Like, they, they have already a way to get to where the villain is going. I guess this tells them that it's not an actual bird man, but a man in a bird costume. I mean, they would have figured that yeah. out if they went. not wrong. Listen, they had to listen. They had to scan the clues, Ashley. We needed to add 20 more seconds to this episode. Could you please get off our backs? <laughs> There's a lot of moments like yeah, that in this are. episode. 
Um, so the girls in their weird Jeep uh, drive off to what appears to be the OG. They're back. They're back there um, in a neighborhood just down the way. Uh, and they roll up to a house and the uh, X powers like, yo, it's this one. Um, and they go around the side and they hear a cat screaming um, and they come around the corner and sure enough, there's a cat on the ground covering its ears. Um, and they're like, oh, why is it doing that? And then they realize, oh, wait, shit, we're fucking it up with the uh, with the tracking device noise. That cat can probably hear it, even though we can't. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so they get the cat and then they turn off the device. Um, and then Alex takes that cat because she's friend to all animals. Right. Uh, and now the cat is her best friend, and she's going to have it for the rest of this episode. I mean, but the cat also doesn't seem, like, into it. It's just kind of like, yeah, I guess. I, you know, he gets there. Also, cats just be like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, anyway, Clover goes, okay. The cat either will be like, yeah, I don't care about getting picked up. Just, I don't, I don't fucking care. Or, if you look at me, I will scratch right. your eyes out. <laughs> um, Clover says, alright, time for some breaking and entering. Uh, and then sprays the glass gas at some bars over a window uh-huh. it's unclear what's happening here you're right because it just cuts um, to that like you don't see what's happening to the bars she, no they just disappear what the fuck i don't know she just she just gases them away i guess i guess uh and they and they drop into the secret lab under this house uh, they quickly find the uh model of Mally U with the big flag on it and the bird um, they find the bird suit, uh, and I just need to reiterate that Alex is holding the cat for, like, the oh, rest yeah. of these next few scenes. It's great. Um, they find the tracking device on the suit, and they're like, well, guess we found it. Also, this is a mascot suit. What the hell? Yeah. Um, and soon enough, all the lights turn on, and did we ever get this dude's name? No. I literally think he's an unnamed villain. Wait, Really? Yeah, I don't remember him getting a name at all. Let's see. Let's see. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the episode. Sigmund Spitz, excuse me, Great. that's his name. Fantastic. They say it <laughs> exactly one time. Whatever. He shows up in a burgundy suit. Uh just walking down the stairs like, ah, I have a mechanical engineering degree. Ah. I made this bird suit. Yeah. <laughs> He's just the vulture. He is just the vulture. He's like a shittier yeah. vulture. Um, he explains that his supervillain plot is, listen, you guys have won this tournament six years in a row, and I can't let that happen again. I have school spirit for Riptide, Riptide State. I can't, I don't want to lose again. You know, and okay, if it's been six years, is he an alumni, or? Maybe he just knows the history. Maybe. It just seems, oh, oh, I see, you're saying he joined late. I don't know, it just seems like. Yeah, he, he no. came in on, like, year four. Really positioning yourself as this super genius guy, but, I mean, six years, huh, buddy? I mean, listen, I understand it's hard. I didn't even graduate at all, so I don't got that much room to talk, but, like, listen. <laughs> just saying, maybe don't, uh, maybe, maybe come down off that high horse, maybe. You know, you know, people, He's been- like, get up, like, okay. Luke, you know that people can, like, enter into a school in the middle of a losing streak, right? And still be upset about it? You know people do that? No. Because, like, he probably just, like, enrolled in the school in, like, the fourth year of it. And then is the sixth year, and he's like, I refuse to do seven. I think he's on year seven of his four-year degree. Got it. Okay, fair. I think he spent way too much time doing his fucking mascot suit. His fursuit build. uh, Souping up. Yeah. 
His fursuit build really took over. His grades have been dropping ever since. Yep. Yeah. He can't turn this in as homework because he is using it for crimes. Right. Um, he, they, they don't actually officially have a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> he just decided one day that Riptide his State uh, mascot is a bird, and he's like, it's me. I'm the mascot. We need you to <laughs> leave. We haven't paid tuition in three years. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bird. <laughs> Birds can't pay tuition. I changed my mind. This rules. It's my favorite. <laughs> Birds fly for free. <laughs> we are. We, we, I need to state we're barely exaggerating yeah. his voice. He has a voice like this. He is like that. Yeah. Um. The three spies go. Wow, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Shut up. Uh, we don't care. Um, and Alex is like, okay, actually, I took an oath this morning. I do have to defend the school, so I am going to kill you now. Um, Sam goes to put her hands on this man, uh, and then he touches his glasses, and they do the anime shine, and she goes blind for a minute. Um, and then Clover tries to fight him, and he pushes a chair under her, and then the chair extends up into the sky. Uh, and she just stays there, because she's like, whoa, sick. I love being up high. <laughs> I love being tall. Yeah. Um, Alex goes to get him, uh, and he turns on some gas, and they all like stop for a second, and then he's in the suit, and then he starts firing eggs out of his ass. Yeah. Um, and not really his ass, just like on his back, he's got a big egg launcher, and he's launching like hundreds of eggs at them, uh, and they're like, "Wow, this is like really gross." Not hurting me, right. but it is gross. Yeah, it's not like egg bombs or something. They're just eggs. It's just eggs. Uh, and then he throws a special uh, purple egg. Uh, so Pris, right as the eggs were falling, was like, is this horny? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And then the purple <laughs> egg came out. And then he threw that, and it turned into bondage strips. Uh, and that was and horny. And I'm like, now it's horny. Uh, the cat gets stuck to Alex and gets wrapped up with Alex, and his head is poking out. And I'm very worried about this cat. <laughs> um, they were, And they're like, Hey, what the hell? And he's like, okay, I'm going to go destroy Mally you now. And they're like, wait, you just said you were just sabotaging the sports tournament. And he was like, well, yeah, I was until you guys came here, and I'm going to kill everyone. Right. Uh, because th- I guess that's how supervillains work. Yeah. We just escalated this. Um, so he's like, okay, caca, bye. <laughs> uh, there is an extended. We do have to watch him laugh for like a full 10 seconds here. Like there is an extended bit. Or is it here or is it at some point in this episode, there is like a full 10 seconds where it's just his face and he's laughing. That's while he's causing mayhem. At okay, the well, it's at the school. Thing. Got it. Okay. Well, um, it turns out, folks, that the um, bondage ropes from that egg are just going to keep getting tighter until the spies die. Yeah. Um, and the cat. And dies. the cat. I'm so mad. Um, Clover goes, wait, I know how to get out of this. We could turn back on the tracking device and make that cat cut us out. Um and Clover's like er, and Alex is like fuck no how dare you <laughs> you cannot hurt this cat I will fight you um and Sam's like listen it's it's okay I know it's a little mean but it's only gonna be for a second and it's gonna make sure we don't die and Alex is like okay just do it before I change my mind before I fight all of you <laughs> um so Sam turns the tracker back on the cat flips the fuck out uh and makes Alex like jump all over the place but then it shreds through the um suit as intended uh and then a cat jumps over to the tracking device and chomps it and bites it in half and this is my favorite cat in the world 
I'm glad there was something um, for you in this episode, Molly. Yeah, I'm glad something went right, and I got to see a cute cat. Um, so we cut back to Malu versus uh, Riptide State. It's time. Everybody's on the beach. Uh, everybody's hanging out. Dean is there, and he's like, "Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Super Mega Tournament of Champions that we do every year. Uh, we're hosting this year, and we're gonna introduce our new mascot, Alex." Uh, and there's like this big door that she's supposed to run out of, and she does not. <laughs> um, fortunately for Alex, uh, the evil villain shows up and says, "Actually, I killed her. Uh, so no big deal. Right. I'm here. It's not her fault." It's my fault. And he starts shooting lasers at everyone. Um, so now he's going to try and murder everyone on the beach. Um, before this, they do announce that the sports done today will include extreme volleyball, extreme castle, sandcastle building, uh, and some surfing on the side. Not extreme. Not extreme. The surfing is not extreme. It's just freestyle. Um, so he's launching eggs all over the place. He's shooting lasers and shit. The Dean's like, I don't know what the fuck's happening anymore. Um, there's a weird cut back to the spies because they put a commercial in a weird spot. Um, they're driving the Jeep, and they're like, oh, this is so slow. Uh, and then Clover's like, wait, I have an idea. And she straps her roller jet skates to the back of the Jeep, and it goes faster now. Because... Um, a totally unnecessary yeah. scene. Because, yeah, this is extremely unnecessary. They just needed to pad this episode because... As soon as that happens, we're just like we see that they were ten feet away from the beach anyway. Yeah, uh, they were just too lazy to get out of the car. Um. Anyway, there's eggs everywhere, folks. There's eggs and people dying. Uh. The the seagull man picks up a guy, throws him into somebody else's sandcastle. Um. Sam and Clover jump out of the car and like, okay, we got to go save the day. And Alex is like, actually, guys, wait a second. I do have to put on my mascot costume. And Sam's like, there's literally no fucking time. People are dying. And Alex is like, well, I took an oath. You know, I can't just. Mm. <laughs> so mm. they're like, okay, fine, whatever. But you better not fuck this up. Uh, and then Clover and Sam go running off to save the day while we watch Alex put on her dumb costume. Yeah. Um, that man that I mentioned before does get dropped into some poor kid's sandcastle. Um, and then from now on, we're only going to see some like really dazzling uh, efforts in the realm of sandcastling. Yeah. <laughs> Truly amazing shit. Um, they taunt the bird man uh, and they tell him they're going to kill him. Um, and he starts firing eggs everywhere again. <laughs> this is the rest of the episode. Yep. He's like, Oh, look at this all in one shot. Oh, we have a jazz soundtrack. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's firing, um, Clover finds a, uh, racket on the ground and starts firing the eggs back, um, and then Sam throws a frisbee that gets stuck to his dumb beak on his head that blinds him, um, and he goes flying out of the sky and lands on the Tower of Babel. super good shot. Great shot. (laughs) She just throws a frisbee just right. Uh, yeah, and then, and then he lands on the sand Tower of Babel, uh, and they go to climb it to um take him out and they like go around it and they're like all right what do you say we clip this guy's wings and then clover's like oh my god that's so disgusting sam why would you say that and she's like it's a it's a figure of speech and also it's not like a real bird like we're not doing anything wrong and he's like ah use my lasers to melt the frisbee uh and then he does that and he shoots the lasers at the at the tower and it falls down and clover and Sam are now trapped in the sand. 
Uh, and then Alex shows up, and she's like, hey, pick on me instead. Mascot versus mascot. Fights only. Final destination. Um, the final destination. No items. Get those eggs out of here. Um, we see the eggs take out a um, Sphinx sculpture. We see it take out a um, Arc de Triomphe uh, sculpture, uh, a Titanic, just all, all this great shit. Um, a big mermaid. And then Alex runs by, like, a sculpture of an elephant. I'm surprised the PC police yeah, didn't stop yeah. that last yeah, one. Yeah, really, honestly. Disgusting. How could you put this on our beach? Um, Alex realizes that she is wearing something that has a reflective coating on it. And goes, oh, wait, mirrors reflect lasers. We learned this. Uh, <laughs> and then fires his lasers like, back. every episode <laughs> of season three. Yeah, every episode of season one to season three, lasers are deflected. Uh, it's odd seasons only that that happens. So this season we're gonna get the rest of the lot of it, and then next season there's gonna be none. Um. Anyway, they take him out of the air. They shoot his lasers back at him, break his suit. And Jerry's like, "Hey, great job on another successful mission, guys!" And they're like, "Okay, thanks. Yeah, that was great. I guess we did a good job." What are you gonna do about all the students who saw us being spies? And Jerry's like, "Listen, I want to remedy that situation. Don't you worry about it. My men in black shit right here. We've done this a lot at this point, girls. Y'all been been here for a while. What do you think we're doing?" Yeah, they, they basically, like, say, like, oh, yeah, every time you do this, we wipe everyone's yeah. memory. Um, Alex goes, hey, about that cat I found, we need you to take care of it because its owner was an evil villain. Um, and Jerry's like, oh, don't worry. We're transferring it to WUAP, the World Organization of Animal Protection. And we, us, us three have to go stage rescue after <laughs> this cat. I do not trust Jerry one bit. Alex just kind of assumed that the villain owned it, huh? Yeah, she did. Doesn't seem like there was any basis for that. No. <laughs> Might have been the neighbor's no cat. No collar, no tags, could have been anybody's cat. Um, so the dean runs over and is like, wow, Alex, thank God you saved us. Uh, much to the distress of Molly and Pris, I did say that this cat is going to be used for gadget I mean, tests. Yeah. <laughs> I know it is, and I'm upset. That's why we gotta go save yeah. her. We gotta save that cat. Hashtag save that cat. <laughs> um... Anyway, the dean rolls up to Alex and is like, wow, Alex, you did such a good fucking job. Thank you so much for saving the school. Unfortunately, you're no longer our mascot. And she's like, hey, what the hell? Uh, and he's like, unfortunately, you did damage the mascot suit while deflecting lasers back at the villain. And uh, we just can't uh, we just can't have that. I know you broke that monorail car earlier. Don't worry about that. But damage to the suit. I know, yeah, you cost us millions of dollars. But also, you kind of scuffed this it is up. The, this is the last try. You can't buff that out. These are these are special made. Those cars aren't, so it's tough. Uh, and the others are like, okay, listen, it's fine. What if we just go get you like a nice drink, and then we'll just be gay together again, and that'll be fine. <laughs> uh, and then the episode ends. Yeah. Pretty lame one. We did, everybody. It was pretty We're fucking weak. Really nothing to latch on to here. We pretty much covered it in 20 minutes. Yep. Because uh, there's nothing good that happens in this episode except for that cat is. Oh, my podcast recommendation is I'm sick, and we do a podcast where everyone just takes care of me because I'm sick. That's, okay, that's, that's a good me one for this week. Yeah, I, I appreciate. Thanks, Luke, for your podcast recommendation. Yeah. Um, that's I'm going to take that one into account because all of us are sick all the time. Yeah. So I think that actually might be useful. <laughs> yeah, we get a rotation going on. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't have any big feelings about this episode. Let's cut to YouTube comments. Let's see what's going on in here. This yeah. one. Um, Martha Rosamonte one year ago says, That cat is so cute! <laughs> um, Elaine Yang one year ago says, Who else saw Clover's number and wants to try and call it? 
go ahead, I, I guess. About it, but I think they block out the last two numbers with the guy's hair. They do. There's there's only four out of the ten. Yeah. Um, Aja Velasquez, one year ago, says, Clover gave her no to that Rick guy, but she already has a boyfriend. What the fuck, Clover? That is true. I, it's because Clover, even if she was in a polyamorous relationship, would be, is a cheater. Yeah. She cheats. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she cheats all the time. It's true. Um, Lexi plays YouTube says seven months ago, Alex is beautiful wearing that mermaid costume. Uh, let's see. What else Are we there got any YouTube comments of people like agreeing with like, like, Oh, the PC police are oh, fucking, man. <laughs> I don't see any yet. Yeah. Oh my God. Paul Borey one year ago says Alex holding, cuddling and kissing that cat really weirded me out. Oh brother. I'd rather see Alex kiss a person. <laughs> Oh, Yo. No. Yo. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, Sherilyn uh, Schwa says, the, the car was super cute. Oh, my God. I just want to cuddle it. Probably meant cat, but, you know. Probably meant cat, yeah. I, mean, I, I, thought, the, I thought their car was pretty cute. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to cuddle that Jeep. Maybe they're one of those people who fucks cars. Yeah, we don't know. We can't Maybe. judge. Could be. I'm not, I'm not, like, kink-shaming or anything. Um... Worldwide Vivo HD says, I love your show. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, Ben Donovan. Uh, Welcome hey back. Hey, Ben Donovan. What you, what you doing in here, buddy? Looks like not that much. Not that much. He just wants to know if these jumpsuits come in sunrise pink. Uh, poor Alex, etc. Yeah, uh, even Ben Donovan oh. can't break his normal creepiness <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth Alfaro, four months ago, says, that bird is trash. <laughs> uh, uh, Very true. Delunacia De Sonson, three months ago, says, that evil boy is stupid. <laughs> that evil Agreed. boy is stupid. Um, Let's see. Aku Shinigami, five months ago, says, isn't this the same neighborhood as the model citizen one? Thank you for seeing it also. <laughs> Thanks, Aku Shinigami. Great. Uh... Leonidas101 does say, cats are awesome. <laughs> cats are awesome. Cats are awesome. Um, I got a last comment here if you guys yeah. already get out of the YouTube. Uh, Christopher Fuller, 11 months ago, says, Samantha would be even more awesome if she were skillful in foreign languages, such as French and Spanish. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I guess sure, so. We should all, That'd be we pretty should cool. all strive to be a little more multilingual, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Truly. <laughs> okay um yeah uh ashley do we have any questions yes i asked mascots attack as wing terror pick as wing terror picks off uh mali athletes also alex own mascot dreams are shattered by the P- pc police ask us about wing fursuits anime cats and extreme sand castles nice uh from at uh, Charzana Blunt, apologize if this is already common knowledge, but what are your all your personas? Oh, I mean, I, I played my persona for yeah. <laughs> a tabletop game. I don't really have a persona. Yeah. really. you were given one. I I was given multiple personas. Yeah. Uh, I do identify strongly with cats, but like that's not a persona right. thing. No, I, I think it's it's settled science that your persona is a bee. I don't... Yeah, but I don't embrace that. That's shit. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah. We all try to run from our inner selves. 
But <laughs> my shadow. But sooner or later, it always catches self. up to us. Yeah. Just buzzing. You Damn. buzzing away behind oh, you. Oh, man. And I'm just imagining like a giant bee villain in a persona with like a hive yeah. dungeon. Well, they have, uh, what's its name? Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies. It's a gross fly man. Ew. Beelzebub is a good name for that, though. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what Beelzebub means, is Lord of the Flies. Is yeah. it? Oh, all right. I didn't even know that. I'm dumb as shit. Uh, okay, great. Let's move on. Um, from at Mike Love Rabbits, who's the sexiest bird? Oh, wowzers. <laughs> Wasn't ready for this one. Sexiest yet. fictional bird, I should... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have... What? <laughs> I mean, here's, don't think here's I... the thing. I'm running through fictional birds in my head. So far, the only two I can think of are Big Bird, which is a baby, <laughs> and yep. Sam the Eagle, who so far wins by default, but... <laughs> We're volley. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, Rivali from uh, Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Kinda, he's got good eyeliner, honestly. Sure. What's the modern day Birdman in that game? Who cares? <laughs> Nobody knows because there's only like three characters we're talking about in that game. I guess the one that everybody loves who plays the accordion and shit. Oh, which one, yeah. Which, yeah, I can't think of his name. Which Birdsman is that? Cass. Cass. Cass, Cass the Birdsman. Yeah. People really like I think Cass. he wins by default. Yeah, I think he just wins because there's no other sexy right. birds except for Rivali, who has the nice eyeliner. I'd probably hit that. <laughs> Cass, no, but Rivali, yeah, sure. Right. Uh, from Trim Personal, what about Marines are anti-PC, would you say? The titties. <laughs> yeah, it's the big, it's the big shell-covered titties. Yeah, yeah. Those are not politically correct. But, like, and- the can of tuna is not a corrective to that, really. No, it has really nothing to do with that situation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then also, what if the nerd from this episode had to fight Gritty? <laughs> he would have been ripped in half. <laughs> Gritty would destroy this boy. <laughs> Gritty would just God. open his mouth and like swallow him whole. Gritty would stab a hockey stick through his torso and then use it to pry him into two pieces. Yeah, that's, that's how it would go. Get Zambonied. <laughs> uh, from at Maxi Satan, in the latest Hitman game, uh, 47 can dress up as a flamingo mascot in order to shove someone down an elevator shaft. Yeah. Anyway, the, what mascot suit would Sam and Clover wear to do a murder? Of course, because Alex would never do a murder. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if Clover would ever be caught dead in a mascot suit is the thing. I think she would do the murder, right. but would never wear a mascot suit for that Yeah, murder. yeah. Sam uh, would dress up as anything necessary to finish right, the job. Yeah. <laughs> a hitman, but you mod it so that, like, if you try to do something that's, like, totally unfashionable, he's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, Man, no. That mascot uh, no, no. line is great, because it's, it's the thing I was talking about. Yeah, where, like, the guy stole someone's mascot suit to do his plan because he's got, like, dirt on your target, and he, like, told her, oh, meet the flamingo out back after the race, and I'll give it to you for money. And uh, yeah. if you look back there, like, beforehand or whatever, there's, like, just a plastic sheet and a shovel and, like, some guns. It's like, oh, oh, buddy, this is not going to go well for you. Oh, this is bad. Yeah, bad news. Uh, but if you steal the flamingo suit and steal his, like, blackmail documents, you can go up and, like, be like, hi, yes, I'm here to uh, discuss the blackmail. Blackmail. <laughs> and uh, the security <laughs> let you in and just tell you, have a seat while we call her. And you just sit there, and it takes a while. And... At some point, uh-huh. one of the other security guards sits down next to you and is just like, 
So, uh, guess that suit must get uh, pretty hot, huh? <laughs> do uh, they let you take it home for like personal use, like like for parties and stuff, like kids' parties? I've got a, I've got a friend that uh, you know is is really into that kind of thing, like cosplay. So it says it's very like liberating. 40, 47 Jesus is just answering Christ. with like one word answers. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, yep. One of my favorite no. like ongoing jokes, and especially in the last one, but I'm guessing it goes on to the this yeah. one is that 47 is the, also the most knowledgeable person in the world yeah 100 percent. like there's that bit of where if you disguise yourself as a drummer yeah you, like he will just play the most amazing drum solo there's a bit what's funny though is like all his expertise is filtered through like murder skills so yes. like you can pose as a realtor in like a suburb and walk someone through a house but he'll all his like comments on it will be like Oh, these carpets are a wonderful dark color that won't show stains like blood. These walls are very th- these walls are very thick and soundproof. You won't hear a thing like that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's a fucking okay. This is the, there's a level in Colombia where it's like a drug lord's mansion uh, where they're trying to make super cocaine because of course. Oh, I love. Super yeah, cocaine. I've heard people go like. This one maybe not the it best. Is, if you're gonna represent Colombia, it's shitty that that's the only slice of Colombia that like ever gets shown. It's super cocaine. Is <laughs> like you know coke lords and stuff. But as far as that trope goes, it's a good one of those. But yeah, I agree in a bigger sense. Like there should that shouldn't be the only thing anyone knows about Colombia. Probably. probably. But the drug lord has like a pet hippo in a like pool off to the side. Yeah. And he's hired a hippo whisperer because he uh, has fed the hippo so many, like, people that now it only wants to eat people. And he's hoping that they can, like, do therapy on it and teach it to not eat people. (laughs) And you can just, like, kill that guy, steal his clothes, and then go up to him and 47 just is like, your hippo is completely fixed. It is now acting like a normal hippo. Like, the least convincing <laughs> thing ever. Like, really? Oh, shit, I gotta get over there. And just runs to go see his hippo. My friend! And then you can shove him in there so the hippo eats him. That's great. That's great. That's yeah. very good. What yeah, a dumb game. It's so good. <laughs> Your hippo is working properly. I, think there, I haven't played that level a ton, but there, I think somewhere else there's a model bus made out of super cocaine that you can throw at people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does it make him go wild? I don't know. I haven't tried it. You yeah. should. I, I I knew. I also know that one of the things you can do in that one is you can if you just poison the cocaine, the guy will just like t- like take it and go, oh man, and then keel over dead. Right. <laughs> and then everyone will like, okay, wait, you wait, fucking here, because we need to figure out what the fuck's going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, Listen, super cocaine will yeah. fuck you up. They should know that. There's like a movie set right. in India where it's like you're at the top of a building. And again, these are very broad, kind of stereotypical settings. So like, oh, of course it's a Bollywood set if you're going to India. Yeah, uh, sure. But it's like they have an industrial fan for like, you know, wind effects. But they oh, like oh. way like over... Please tell me that there's... What's a... that? Please tell me there's a scene... You could do a scene where Agent 47's in a musical number. No, I, or if you can, I haven't found that yet. But man, here's hoping... But, uh, yeah, there's, like, this huge industrial fan they have for wind, but it's, like, too powerful, so they have a limiter on it. And you can just, like, sabotage it, take the limiter off, and just blow the guy off the top of the building with this fan. That's amazing. It's great. 
All right, uh, good game. From uh, Sunhead Xenia, uh, when will Ashley use her Patreon money to buy a fursuit? Oh. I, when not, will you do that? I'm not really into fursuits. Uh. Not a fursuit kind of girl? No. That's fair. Not even like, like what if I, you had like those fancy Sonic Fox gloves where like they're paws, but he can still like use his fingers in them. I, I could see myself being okay with that, but like I don't know, just it's not your scene. Like what what I want out of like my furry experience is not like to dress up. Sure. Sure. Uh, from at Tabletop Gamera, which mascot would you most want to fuck? Which mascot would you most want to be? Gritty and gritty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Gritty's a Tinder lover? Oh God, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Although you know what, the Philly fanatic. I'm leaving the podcast. The Philly fanatic does have that like funnel face. That might be you know. And no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, no, we were no. asked the question. We have to engage with it. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> no, the Philly fanatic though would fuck you up though. Yeah. The Philly fanatic will kill you. The Philly, the Philly fanatic, fanatic is like a feels bad no BDSM lover. <laughs> oh, God. The uh, Philly fanatic has read way too much Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. For more information on the Philly fanatic, <laughs> go watch uh, the episode of Pretty Good about Lonnie yep. Smith. If you want to know about the Philly fanatic. God. Uh, what's the next question? Uh, for that Pimon, how many pairs of wings need to be on uh, Alex's angel fursuit? Oh, six. Not well, not six pairs, six wings yeah. total. Yeah, I got that. Sure. Yeah, that's what I think it is. That's that's a good number of wings. Uh, for Matt Curly Brace, cat girls or bat girls? Uh, also, how crazy did you get with your sandcastle building as a kid? I was never very good at sandcastles. Yeah, I never lived really by the beach, so I've not done much sandcastling. Uh, one time my cousins, who are super into Lord of the Rings, came down for, like, the summer. And we ended up building a giant... And, like, it wasn't, like, probably super accurate, but we built Helm's Deep. Oh, wow. I knew it was going to be... It's always Helm's Deep. Uh, my dad got really into snow, like, castles one year. And built like a hmm. five foot tall replica of the Disney castle. It's kind of yeah. sick. And he, yeah, he got in the newspaper for it. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. It was like, I don't think we have it anymore. I think it got ruined when we moved or something, but there used to be a newspaper clipping we had of me like shoveling snow. Yeah. Aww. Uh, Ben, I, I like a lot of the Batgirls. I th- actually think I may go Batgirls over Catgirls. Yeah. I mean, I like Catgirls. I- you know I me. like cat girls, but I think there's a lot of bad cat girls. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say Naya from uh, Xeno, uh, Xenoblade is pretty good. She's fucking great. Yeah. She has she has no time for anyone's well, bullshit. We also have it also. On also, it's just the most extreme Scottish accent. It's great. Oh my god! Everybody's accents in that game are incredible. Yeah. Me and Molly have just been quoting Brave. Well, we've been quoting one line from Brave <laughs> at each other from the trailer, which is, if you had a chance to change a thing. I knew that was it. Would you? I knew that would be it. Would you? <laughs> uh, I was say, there's also, you know, Catra and, and She-Ra. It's a, it's a bountiful time for cat girls right now. Catra yeah. is extremely she good. Is. 
I, 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 I also watched, watched some Shira and one of my favorite early it's from the first episode uh, is like the whole thing is that Adora uh, Catra are working for the bad guys right. but Adora doesn't know this and so she like eventually like, finds out and tells Catra like Catra's like yeah no duh <laughs> yeah yeah we're called the evil horse right. like and like the person we work for her whole thing is manipulating people of course right. she's manipulating us shadow weaver <laughs> what did you think this was <laughs> yeah no that's the... is catcher one of the bad guys yeah. i haven't watched yeah she's one show. of the bad guys okay like well, yeah. i was gonna say she's one of the bad guys but she like mainly just once she, like adora like back with her yeah it's something where i could easily see in a season two that she like defects she is, as someone put it, she's Zuko. She's lesbian Zuko. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, like Ashley was saying, it's like, yeah, they're both bad guys, and then Shira defects when she learns about the true nature of the world, and Catra just feels very sad and betrayed by her good friend and wants to beat her up because of it. And then they go to the prom mm-hmm. together. Great. What, one of the best parts of that show is just, like, everyone comments on how big Shira is. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, you're just, you're very big friends. Right. Well, like, there's the line where it's like, like, I, I want to stay with you, like, because you guys are fighting for what's right. And also your friend turns into a very big lady. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'll say, listen, let's get on this soapbox again. Uh-huh. <laughs> they we frequently go. refer to her as eight feet tall. She is maybe six foot six in most scenes. Damn. Self representation. I'm just saying eight foot for. tall is big. And she's just like a very tall lady. Get it together. Fucking come on. Noel Stevenson. That Fuck's show's sake. cool. Yeah, I've my It's like very, it it's very obviously aimed at like a very young audience, but it's cute. I'm like two episodes behind on JoJo's right now. I need to watch oh more Oh my god, JoJo. you need to watch at least one more JoJo. I know. Well, the most recent know. one was I've pretty heard. good, but the one before that, holy shit. JoJo. Yeah, uh, from Matt Hifumi G. What's your favorite anime cat? Favorite anime dog? Huh. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think of good mm. anime cats. The only one that's like leaping to mind is Morgana. Oh, the cat bus. That's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I feel like uh, Luna. I think is oh, fun. Oh yeah. yeah, Luna. Yeah, of course, Luna. good cat. Uh, and for dog, I'd probably go with Ayn. Yeah, Ayn's very good. But as her Ayn just does a bunch of drugs and then just starts hopping around and beat with the music, yeah. it's very good. It's like it gets the hiccups, but its whole body jumps. It's very cute. I was going to say, the only other anime dog I could think of was uh, the one from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, let's not go to that. <laughs> it's a good dog. What a great time for everybody. Yeah. Nobody involved what gets hurt. What a good fucking show. I think a lot about how good that fucking show is. I still haven't watched Brotherhood. You should. It's way better. The beginning is not as good because they, like, rush through all the stuff that the first anime got right, so it feels a little, like, rushed. But once it gets into the new stuff, it's just... It's way better, and it makes way more sense, and everything they set up in the first half, like, pays off way better. I just always remember how that show opens with uh, Ed, like, putting on, like, this giant, like, atheism speech. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And, like, even, at, like, I was a kind of shitty atheist at the right. time, and even I was like, come on, He's man. He's sitting in a like, church 
lecturing a woman who's praying for her dead boyfriend on how God is stupid. What a He's nice such guy. A little sh- but like the whole show is about how much of a shithead he is and how he learns how to not be a shithead. Uh, and then the last question from uh, Mallory Mabel. Worst not explicitly racist mascot, best mascot? Huh. I think, I think we'll go Philly Fanatic as worst. Philly Fanatic no is way. the worst. I, I, I love Philly Fanatic. Fanatic the same way I love Mr. Mime. <clears throat> isn't, um, hang on, isn't the mascot for the Mets just a giant baseball? I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, that's not good. Hang on. I, I like Mr. Mets. Mr. Mets sucks. Get the fuck out of here. There's a Mrs. Met, apparently. I just found this. She has eyelashes and lipstick, I bet. Oh, damn, they're on the kiss cam. <laughs> here you go, guys. <laughs> Thanks. I hate this. This sucks. <laughs> this is the worst mascot. Yeah, I was right about the eyelashes, yeah. at least. You were. You had the eyelashes, right? She's, like, walking... Oh, God, yeah. I hate this. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. Bad. I hate the I hate the Mr. Matt. I, I'm just uh, glad you found happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Man, the Mets fucking suck. Get out of here. <laughs> Starting baseball beats She's again. She's really just like, show it off. She's yeah. like turning and showing her butt to the camera. She's really out there. <laughs> like, listen, I appreciate it. You've got a giant baseball on your head. <laughs> <laughs> You can't be sexy in a baseball uniform. <laughs> well, Lord help her, she's trying. Okay, that's not true. <laughs> well, yeah, baseball uniform. You could yeah. be sexy in a baseball uniform. Sure. You just not. I think the pinstripes ones are not a good, uh, not a good way yeah, to go. I, I mean, I, I think it's the giant baseball over the head that's the main issue. I mean, that is a big problem. Yes. Uh, and like obviously, the, we everyone is infatuated with Gritty at the moment. But I also think that uh, the Bulls mascot's very good. Yeah. There's lots of really great videos of him just doing ridiculous dunks. Sure. Um, all of the, yeah, like every NBA mascot is great. And I also think that uh, we all know that Japan is way ahead of us on mascot technology. Oh, sure. oh absolutely. Uh, I think the the sparrows, I think they are, I think their mascot's very yeah. good. Because he just has a t-shirt gun, but he just shoots other mascots. <laughs> So you like murder? Yeah, so yeah, I like yeah. murder. Who doesn't? In a mascot, you know what I like to see? Absolutely. Death. How about that's it for questions? All right, excellent. Um, hey, Luke, where can we find you, you on the internet? You can find me at SSJ Speed Racer on Twitter. Uh, you can find a bunch of other shows I do over at AudioEntropy.com, like Let's Place, uh, MCU Complete Me, which, uh, as you're listening to this, I think our episode on Civil War is coming out. So, hey, that's a movie. It's just the Civil War yeah. happened. Uh, yeah. You know. It, it's really weird that, like, just in the middle of all these really big, like, science fiction-y kind of action movies, they just did, like, a Ken Burns documentary. Yeah, it was a weird choice. But, like, all, yeah, it was really weird. Like, it was in-universe, but, like, it's just there's a lot of, like, slow zoom-ins on, like, t- like Robert Downey Jr.'s right. face. Why was Tony Stark at the Battle of the I Bulge? Mean, I, I, I don't get, get it. I understand. Well, first of all, Battle of the Bulge, definitely World War II, not Civil War. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I don't know uh, anything about wars. But, you know, I, I, it's a little strange, but I think, you know, how else are you going to set up MODOK in a good way? Yeah, that's true. You can't. 
What if they had just like had like like remade this very like serious faux documentary yeah. about? Gotta love Modok, the machine organism designed only for killing. Oh my god! Oh, did you know it was an acronym? Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm making sure that <laughs> I'm the right. Dumbest shit I've heard in my oh, life. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's the mechanized organism designed only for killing. Oh, I, just need to well, I think so you much pretty better. much yeah. had it. Uh, I guess it, he's also apparently gone by the mobile organism designed only for killing and the mental organism designed <laughs> only for killing. God. Uh, he really, he really got the last like he he's more iffy on the first word where he wants to go with right. that, but he's got the last word. He knows down that he's an organism designed only for killing. That much designed only for killing. That's him. Uh, I'm trying to find what the original. Oh right, because he used to be Modoc with a C. That was the machine organism designed only for computing. Designed only for cuddling. <laughs> and then he became evil, and yeah, now he's designed only for killing. And now he loves to yeah. do a murder. Great. Um. Okay, uh, anything else you want to plug? Uh, uh, most Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Central, you could go to bit.ly slash silverpines and watch Silver Pines, which is an RPG that I GM that you two play in and some, some other people. Yeah, um, we are going to be changing that schedule Hopefully, soon. Hopefully, yeah. So, yeah, get, get ready for yeah, that. Yeah, you can find all the archives of it on our YouTube channel, too. Yeah. Um, Ashley, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Yuri Librand with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can find all the other podcasts I do at AudioEntropy.com. And also you can start finding them at Spotify. Yeah. Hell yeah, we're on Spotify, baby. Yeah, totally Real Real ass podcast. Uh Let me tell you about Homestuck and Transmission Radio are all on Spotify yeah, now. Yeah, so are a few others. I need to get Let's Place on there. Yeah, uh, I was listening to some uh, McCuckum on there. Yeah. I hate that you I guys mean, call that's it that. what it abbreviates to. I just want to throw M-C-U-C-M. that out. It yeah. does. No, absolutely McCuckum. right. <clears throat> McCuckum. Cucked him. <sighs> Ash, yeah. is there anything else you want to plug? You can also find uh, articles I write and other podcasts I do at uh, hyenacackle.com and my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking, Ashley money. Your fucking money. It's Christmas. Hand it the fuck over. I will say that the most recent episode of Trailing Behind we did was all about uh, a pin and a watch made by Sylvester Stallone in a very expensive jewelry company. It's extremely yeah, good. Yeah, you were talking to us and we're like, oh, we really got to refocus on like doing movie trailers. And then you immediately turned around and did this pen trailer. Well, we, we are doing a movie trailer All next right. and it's one I'm very excited for. But uh, this one's very good. We also talk about how much we love Ryback, but also hate Ryback. That's that's Great. the secret. Uh, Molly, where can um, we find you? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with the Y E R. You can find me at Beckgirl.tumblr.com. You can find me at audioentropy.com on other podcasts. You can find me at INeedMayo.com. Um, we just released an episode about uh, Anton and Scalia's descent and how Coheed and Cambria put it together I and made a song. I still can't believe that that's a thing. <laughs> it's a real thing that they did on they Funny or Die uh, because it's politics, funny or is die. politics funny. It's really funny. Um, the song's kind of good. Anyway, um, <laughs> I still want that bonus episode <laughs> where you play me and Ashley a good Coheed song and a bad one, and then we have to decide which one's which. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, eventually, we have to do that. Um, uh, I'll figure out like an yeah. off week that we have, and then just do it then. Um, yeah. So, uh, is there anything else? You can find me at patreoncom slash Molly That's where my Patreon is. Get Molly your Get fucking Molly money. Your fucking money. 
You can also give me your fucking money. I should start putting stuff on there. It's hard. I'm very busy, so, you know. Um, anyway, uh, you can also go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper hand corner, give us a little bit of money for hosting on the website so we can keep you your podcast yeah. every week. Or, like, most weeks. Listen, it's busy. It's busy, and I'm... Uh, it's holidays baby. time. So, it's holidays time. It's going to be tough. So... Uh, listen, we understand if you don't got a lot of money to give, but if you got a little extra, just go and slap it yeah. on the website. Uh, you can also head over to iTunes. I was checking those reviews recently. Thank you all so much for leaving those. They're fucking fantastic. If you want to leave one of them there, I would be very happy about it. Uh, if you don't want to, that's fine, too. I get it. No, We're busy fuck people. off. Write us a review. You can't just be leaving... We're busy people. We can't just be writing iTunes reviews all the time, but thank you to everybody who has, everybody who will. Um, do you guys want to know about the next episode of you Totally Spies? Yep. Um, it's called The Show Must Go On. Or oh, else. Shit. Oh. After having dated a bunch of hunks with no <laughs> brains, Clover tries to... <laughs> Clover decides to try her hand at a theater class. The instructor's quite compelling and casts Clover in one of his musical plays as a lamppost. Later on, the girls notice that Mandy, Virgil, and other students have been acting rather strange and melodramatic. While Clover thinks it is just method acting, Alex and Sam discover that the instructor has been hypnotizing people and have to oh stop boy. him. Oh <laughs> boy, that's gross. It's not a good one. Yeah. Oh, y'all ready for nope. that horny shit? <laughs> no. All right. Well, Especially not shit. in you that context. You got a few days to prepare before we record Great. again. Okay, Ashley, get us the fuck out of here. Until next time, keep spying. Undercover. The college years. Wife Clover. Wife Clover.